Hey everyone, welcome back. We're going to be getting back into our regularly scheduled programming uh, starting next week. But uh, before we do, I want to take a moment to reflect on the upcoming 20th anniversary of 9-11. It's hard to believe it's been 20 years. It was a horrific day that I'll never forget. The images of those towers burning are seared into my memory like those that experienced the bombing of Pearl Harbor or the assassination of JFK, I remember exactly where I was. I was a junior in high school at Manhattan High. I was headed to first hour in uh, Coach Woodford's class. He's been mentioned on the podcast before, my wrestling coach. And I passed our math teacher and football coach, Mr. Hoyt, talking with the substitute teacher, Mr. Dow, in the hallway just down the hall from my class, and Mr. Dow mentioned something about an attack. I didn't think much about it at the time. This was before Facebook, smartphones, the Twitter, and and everything like that, so information was not as instantaneous. It wasn't until coming out of the first hour and going into second hour that I realized something was wrong, as did the rest of my class members. In, uh, in, in second hour, I was in Mr. Eckert's class when the TV was flipped on and we saw the towers burning. It was unreal, to say the, the least. It seemed like a movie. We've never been through something like this before in, in my lifetime. And then the towers collapsed. And it took my breath away. And there was a knot in the pit of my stomach. And I thought to myself, this doesn't happen to us, not in America. The rest of the day was was chaotic, to say the least. After third hour, school let out. And we students walked around not knowing what to do. Uh, but we went home. And... Uh, I think we were in disbelief. I know I was. I remember uh, my sister calling me to tell me to go and fill up with gas because there was going to be a run on gas. And when I got to the gas station down the street from my house, there was a line a quarter of a mile long to get gas at Dare's Fast Lane in Candlewood. And that night, I, I remember going over to my buddy Ben's house, Ben Fisher, Farmer Ben, if you've ever heard me reference him. Um... And uh, we watched President Bush address the nation. And, you know, I, 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 was, I was young. I didn't uh, get into politics then. I, I didn't pay much attention to that stuff. But, and, I, and I don't remember his speech, but I just remember feeling a little bit better knowing we were together and that we had a leader that was exhibiting strength but was also a calming voice. And in the coming days and months... Our servicemen and women took the fight to the terrorists to keep the fight from being fought on our soil. They took the fight to them. They kept them at bay for 20 years. But it wasn't without their sacrifice and some making the ultimate sacrifice. At home, we were on high alert. Every time you boarded a flight, you went, went through enhanced TSA checks You paid special attention to the people that were on your flight and anything out of the ordinary. 
We had a renewed bond with our fellow Americans. We were proud to be Americans. And we stood together, even in our disagreements. However, with time and the combat taking place overseas, that feeling I, I feel is faded and we've become more polarized than I've seen in my lifetime. Maybe it's just a very vocal minority of the population. I don't know. But with the recent events of President Biden pulling out of Afghanistan and ending the endless war, it has brought the memories of 9-11 to the forefront, especially with his goal of having troops out by the 20th anniversary. Now, whether you think we needed to get our troops out of Afghanistan or keep a presence there is up for debate. I tend to lean on the latter side of things. But what is hard to argue is that it was an endless war. We had a minimal presence of troops, uh, roughly 2,500, if uh, I remember correctly, and we had not suffered a casualty in 18 months. What's more, we have troops stationed all over the globe and at higher numbers than this. It's an American security interest, in my opinion. With President Biden's reckless, poorly planned, and against the advice of the experts around him, he got 13 servicemen and women killed. It didn't have to happen. And I'll be on the record saying that he's an absolute disgrace and the world is less safe with Joe Biden as president. My hope is Americans can come together on the idea that America is a good place and it's worth saving. Today, it would appear there are a group of people that want to tear it down and destroy the system, deconstructionists. Now, I'll admit, America isn't perfect and we have our flaws, but all countries do. I've heard it described as we have the cleanest, dirty shirt. We have our stains of history, but we are the greatest, most free and prosperous country in the world and that the world has ever seen. And the world is a better place when America leads and fights for freedom. On September 11th, for the last several years, I make it a point to watch 9-11 specials that depict the dreadful day with the horrific videos and images of the evil that happened. It's not because I enjoy it. It's because I don't want to forget. I don't want to forget the pain we felt. Let me close by saying, don't forget. Don't forget what happened on that fateful day. Don't forget those that were killed. Don't forget why we went over there. Don't forget the sacrifices of our heroes from the first responders to our servicemen and women. I know this is a financial podcast, but you know that this was a day that the world shut down. Financial markets shut down for several days after this. Um, so it, it had an impact. I would encourage you on this September 11th to turn on the TV and remind yourself what happened. If you're not old enough to remember, see what we went through. Words can only describe so much. Thank you, and God bless the United States of America. And I'm proud.
day Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land 